to start a series today called Gratitude. Living a life of thankfulness. And so let's welcome our associate pastor Ted just to come and, and bless us this morning. Thank you, Pastor. Well, I want to start off by doing a little housekeeping here. Happy anniversary, Jody. <laughs> she told me this morning, Dee, she said, you know, being married to you has been the happiest 15 years of my life. I said, We've been married for 21. She said, I know. <laughs> Smart mouth woman, I'm telling you. Glory to God. Um, it's good to be married to your best friend. Amen. It really is. Praise the Lord. Um, let's turn in our Bibles two places here. Um, Psalm 103 and then Isaiah 33. Psalm 103, I hear the clicking of phones everywhere. <laughs> Psalm 103 and Isaiah 33. Um, as the pastor said, this is the, the first message in the series, Gratitude, Living a Life of Thankfulness. And uh, I'm going to pray while, while you're finding the scripture on your phone. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll get into this. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this great church. Thank you for the worship that's just getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Bless our worship team, Lord God. Bless our pastors. Bless us as a congregation. Lord, help us to walk out of here deeper in you than when we walked in. Yeah. And Lord God, help us and uh, reveal your word to us. In Jesus' name, everybody said... Amen and amen. Thank you. Amen. So David writes a psalm under the direction of the Holy Spirit. We find a teaching for living under the powerful life of thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving is a gift of the Holy Spirit and it brings power, and it brings authority, and it brings protection into our life with it. So David is going to give direction to his soul. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotion. And, um, and how many knows, if you could just get your mind, your will, and your emotion totally focus where it should be in the Lord, life would be better. We would be more authoritative, more powerful. So to bring the mind, the will, and the emotion, and that's what David is directing, under the powerful influence of thanksgiving actually releases benefits from the Lord. Hmm. So here's the direction David spoke to his soul. Look at Psalm 103 and start at verse number one. David says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget none of his benefits. So the Amplified Bible says this, 
says, bless, affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord. Thanksgiving. That's what David is talking about. Thank the Lord. Praise God in this. So David is saying in every situation, remember and thank God for all of his benefits. Watch this. The Message Bible says this. Oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. Oh, my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. How many knows that in this life we can face some really stinky stuff? There's a theological truth right in there. We can face some really stinky stuff in our life. But here's what David is directing his mind, his will, and his emotions to remember. Number one, we're not of this world. Huh? Sometimes we just need to remember that. We're not of this world. We're citizens of a different kingdom. Everything changed the day we got born again. And we have benefits that's promised to us by God. And our salvation benefits have been secured by the blood of Jesus. Man, it doesn't depend on me. It depends on him, and he will never fail us. Let's, let's read this again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. It's one of the most important. I'd just like to be able to pull out one of the big guns. When, it, when, when faced in life with one of those situations, be able to pull out one of the big guns and, and fight back. Here's one of the most important weapons of our warfare for living the blessed life in the kingdom. Whether we feel like it or not, we need to learn to bless the Lord in thanksgiving. It changes everything. Today's society says, you know, just don't be that verbose about things. Don't, you know, don't be loud. And I'm, I want to be loud and I want to be proud, girl. You know? Man, man. If we, if we want to mature in the Lord, if we want to be on guard for the attacks of the enemy, if we want to be tapped into the blessings of God, then we need to be a people that constantly praises and thanks the Lord. Hmm. So watch this. Watch. The next thing David tells us is not to forget the benefits of God. There are seasons that I have actually wasted time. It's it's like you're going down the road and you hit an icy patch and you're going around in circles and you see a hill without a guardrail on the other side and you stop and go, wow, I'm going in a circle here. I wonder... I wonder if I'm going to wreck, you know? This is time for action. Do something, you know? Watch this, watch. (laughs) I've actually wasted precious time asking myself, instead of telling myself, asking myself, is is this God's will for me? Are these good? That's a waste of time. Listen, listen. We, listen. We should never question God's 
promises, we're supposed to remember them. Huh? Don't ever question God's promises. Jody had to get, we were uh, pastoring a church up north, and uh, uh, they wanted Jody to go uh, uh, get a couple tests done. Um, And uh, she she didn't say, she never said, um, do we have insurance? She knew we were covered. Okay? What she said to me when she came home with the doctor slip, does our benefits cover this? Hmm? She didn't say, do we have insurance? Because she knew she was... Do you know that you're already covered this morning? Huh? Yeah, we're already covered. Huh? She said, does the benefits of what we're covered with cover this thing, you see? So knowing our benefits, oh my gosh, I remember a time, Brent. Here's what I was attacked with. I was young, I was dumb. (laughs) Can I stress this? I was young and I was dumb. I was bulletproof and I was gonna live forever. Amen. Anybody ever been there before? Yeah. Young, dumb, bulletproof, going to live forever, nothing ever going to bother me. So when I got this insurance policy where I worked, being young and dumb, I didn't have time to read it. Who reads that? Huh? Why in the world would I get something with amazing benefits and take the time to read it? Y'all are hearing me, aren't you? Yeah. So anyway, I didn't read the policy. I haven't got time for that because I'm young and I'm dumb and I'm bulletproof and I'm going to live forever. So I get a toothache and I start going to the dentist and, and he tells me, this is a true story too, I can't believe it. I should have said this was Jody. But anyway, so I go to the dentist and he begins to tell me, like, Ted, there's a train wreck in your mouth, Okay. It's going to take a lot of work. And I said, so what's the secondary option here? Because this is going to cost a lot of money. So I spent years working for this company doing secondary options on my teeth and in pain the whole bit. I had full dental, Brent. I had full dental working for that company and I never read the policy Hmm? didn't know what I had didn't know the benefits that I had Hmm. David told his soul his mind his will and his emotions do not forget the benefits of God hmm I want to look at a few of these benefits here this morning. Look at verse 1 again. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities. Mm. How many times have we lived beaten and broke and busted and hurting? 
All because we do not, we have not told our mind, our will, and our emotions that all of our iniquities are forgiven. Man, we are, it's so, we are so squeaky clean. You know, we are. We, we are just, we're, we're squeaky clean. We, we go to pray and, and the voice in the back of our head goes, well, you don't pray. You know. Huh? Listen, mind, will, and emotion. Here's the truth you're going to know. You are squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. Listen, God has been shaping your life even in your mistakes. Huh? Absolutely. Your past will never be a reflection of your future in the Lord Jesus Christ. I got a word for somebody. And because he lives, I really can face tomorrow. Yeah. Because as long as he lives, you can just call me squeaky clean. Yeah? You really can. Now watch, I want to show you something. This is this is so cool. This is this is vitally important. Vitally important. You know how I know that? I wrote it down there. It says, this is vitally important. Yeah. Now watch this. Verse number three. Who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Now I'm going to show you something. Watch. I want to show you something. This is, this is so important. Hold your place. Go to Isaiah 33. And Isaiah is a book of prophecy. Say amen. Isaiah is all about prophecy. Oh, I'm going to show you something this morning. Dave, get ready. Dave gets excited. He's like a fainting goat. He's going to fall right off of the seat over there. Now watch. Hmm. It is vitally important that we know that our iniquities are forgiven so we can say, listen to what I'm saying, so that we can say, God heals all my diseases. Watch, 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 watch. Don't get ahead of me. Sometimes we say amen and we haven't thought this out yet. Watch, watch. It is vitally important that we know that our iniquities are forgiven so that we can say God heals all my diseases. Watch the correlation of these two things. Watch, you're going to learn something here this morning. Isaiah, this is all about prophecy, the book of Isaiah. Isaiah is prophesying about those who are going to dwell in the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Now watch this. Watch, watch, watch. Isaiah 33. Now watch this. Verse number 24. Last, last verse of Isaiah 33. Here's what he says. This is a prophecy. And no resident will say... Do we have any residents of the kingdom of heaven in here? Yeah. Okay, now watch this. Here's a prophecy about the residents of the kingdom of heaven. And no resident will say, I am sick. The people who dwell there will be forgiven their iniquity. Now watch, 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 watch. It's, it's going to get gooder. Okay? Now watch, 
I'll show you where Jesus fulfilled this prophecy. Go to Matthew chapter number nine. I want hang on to uh, uh, Psalms because we're going to go back there. Okay, Matthew chapter nine. Now watch, Jesus is going to uh, he's going to fulfill that prophecy. <laughs> watch how connected forgiveness of iniquities and healing is to the Bible. Watch this, Matthew nine. Verse number two, and they brought to Jesus a paralytic lying on the bed. See, now watch, I want to make sure you get this, okay? Make sure you get this, watch. David said, don't forget the benefits, okay? We got to tell our mind, our will, and our emotion, don't forget these benefits. Number one, our iniquities are forgiven. Number two, he heals all my diseases, okay? Isaiah said, the people that's in the kingdom of the Savior will not say, I am sick, because their iniquities have been forgiven, okay? Now watch the fulfillment of this thing. Watch, verse 2. And they brought to Jesus a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their, their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, take courage, son, your sins are forgiven, okay? And some of the scribes said to themselves, this fellow blasphemes, and Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said this, why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or get up and walk? Are you with me? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he got up, and he went home. Jesus said this. He said, he's, watch this. He said, number one, I have the authority to forgive your sins. Yes. If that's what I choose to do, there's no devil. And guess what? There isn't any human being that can change that. Yes. Huh? Now, Let's say Jody's a million dollars in debt. 21st anniversary was the last one for us. Okay, now watch it. She's a million dollars in debt. Let's say that I have the authority, the legal authority, to erase debt. And I say to her, by the authority invested in me, you are debt free. And she goes out tomorrow and says, I'm just going to kill myself. I'm so much in debt. Would that be like the dumbest thing you ever saw in your life? Huh? How many times as the body of Christ do we go crossways to the authority of Jesus? He said, I'm going to show you that I have the authority. He was talking about Isaiah 33. They knew the scripture. He said, watch this. He said, to show you that I have the authority to forgive sins, take up your bed and walk. Because there is no difference. Come on. Man, we need to get this. We need to get this. 
Mmm, that is good stuff, isn't it? I like it. Man. Go back to Psalm 103. Here's the third thing. The word of the Lord says, God redeems us from the destruction of the pit. Look at verse uh, uh, 103, verse 3. He pardons all of our iniquities. He heals all of our diseases. Because listen, if you're saved, then you're healed. That's what it says. That's what it says. Verse 4, who redeems your life from the pit. Mm. Hmm. We are promised, we are promised a curse-free life. I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to show you something. You can, you can, you can do this at home. Uh, how many's ever felt like you're still living under the curse? Come on, we we can be honest. It's just us chickens here, okay? <laughs> Let me show you something. This this isn't new with me. I'm just going to show you something that I learned from somebody else. And I got to do every once in a while for me, okay? Listen, it does good to do this in, in the morning. It'll stick with you all day. Um, Deuteronomy 28 and 15 says this, But it shall come about, if you do not obey the Lord your God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes with which I charge you today, all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Wouldn't it be awful if that's where we had to live? Come on. Now watch. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us. Okay? If you don't do right, you're going to be cursed with all this stuff. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Right? If you don't do right, there's that thing I'm remembering when I'm trying to pray, Jeff. It's saying if you don't do right, well, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Huh? Here's something, devil. Jesus has the authority to forgive sins. And he's told me, take up your bed and walk. Hmm? There'll be no more living under the curse. Hmm. And the word of God says this, he will crown my life with loving kindness and compassion. I want you to hear something. Because I'm going to tell you straight. And there isn't a parent, there isn't a grandparent in here that's not going to identify with what I'm saying. There is a strong man that's been sent to America to cause our children and our grandchildren to live under depression, anxiety, mental anguish, and agony. You cannot throw a stone with a short throw and not find a family that's going through 
having their kids or their grandkids bound by anguish and anxiety and agony in their mind. You can say amen right there if you want to. Now watch this. Jesus said the only way to stop a strong man is to bind him. You got to pull out some big guns. Now I want you to see this. During the trial of Jesus, he allowed, he said, I can bring up bunch of big angels here right now and wipe you out but I'm not going to because this has to be done and he allowed them to put a crown of thorns on his head okay and that crown of thorns that he suffered took the curse of anxiety and depression and agony off of our minds watch this watch he said, watch, he says this, verse 4, who redeems your life from the pit and who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Mm. Our crown. See, here's, here's what the Word of God says that God is crowning us, putting a crown on us of loving kindness and compassion. Do you know what Paul called that? A helmet of salvation. Huh? He said, put that helmet of salvation on every day. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Watch. Hmm. Everything, everything. The helmet protects the brain. It protects the head. Everything we receive and think and perceive should be filtered through a mind that is surrounded by salvation. Hmm? Number five, the word tells me <laughs> that the Lord will satisfy my mouth with good things to say. Glory to God. Look at verse number five. Who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The King James Version accurately translated that. Everybody else missed it. King James got it. He says this, who satisfies your mouth with good things to say. Hmm? Who satisfies your mouth. That, that uh, Hebrew word is adi. And here's what it means. The bit that goes in the horse's mouth that tells it which direction to go. Do you realize that one of the benefits of God is we can say what tomorrow is going to be? Huh? Come on. Now I've went and lost you. You're starting to doubt. Listen, listen. <laughs> Who satisfies my mouth with good things to say so that my youth is renewed like an eagle. Wow. Listen, here's one of the benefits of God. And we need to tell our mind, our will, and our mo This is about thankfulness. David said this, will, mind, and emotion 
Start praising God. Start thanking him that you have these benefits. And the last one he says is he's going to give you good things that you can speak out of your mouth that's going to change your tomorrow. Hmm? Some of us can get in the position we're in today. Look, look, you spoke that for years. It took years to get to this point. Hmm? I, there's times I've had to say in my life, it took years to get this broke. Huh? I didn't get this broke overnight. It took practice. I worked hard at it. Huh? Listen, we can live a blessed life. God will give us things from his word to say that will, that will design tomorrow. You talk about designer purses. Man, we can have a designer life. Huh? Glory to God. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it's true. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Hmm? Um, Moses sent spies over into Canaan, okay? Sent 12 preachers, spies. He sent 12 preachers over there and he said, go see if what God promised is over there. So 12 preachers went over there and they came back. Two preachers said this, everything God said is over there, let's go get it. Ten preachers came back and said, everything God said is over there, but we can't have it. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Watch this. God set up a standard he was trying to get us to understand. Let me, let me show you. God said, go over to Canaan and take a look if everything I promised isn't there. And then you can have what you see. Do you know that you can have what you see? Did you know that you can have what you see if you will go over and look into the promised land and come back and say it's there and we really can have it? Huh? Man. Mm. Look at somebody right now and just say, hey, we can have what we see. So what are you seeing and what are you saying? I hear some people say some stuff. I've said some stuff and I'm like, where in the world did you see that? Huh? Goodness sakes. Okay, I, I, I'm going to have to wrap this up. I want you to go to the right and go to Psalm 106. That's after 103. Psalm 106. Okay. First Corinthians 10.6 says this, the Old Testament was written as examples for us to live by. So God says, watch, God says, it is with our mouth that we design tomorrow. Now watch this, 106 verse Yeah, 24. Oh, it's because I was in 107. 
that I couldn't find. <laughs> Look at Psalm 106, verse 24. Then they despise the pleasant land. You got it? They despised the pleasant land. They did not believe in his word, but grumbled in their tents. They did not listen to the voice of the Lord. They grumbled in their tents. They grumbled in their tents. They saw that it was there. And then they came back and they said, we can't have that. Huh? I don't see. You know, Aunt Mary had the same thing that I've got. And she went to church and she died. Huh? Grumble, 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 grumble. What are we going to do? I don't know. What do you think we ought to do? I don't know. I just don't know. Grumble, 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 grumble. Huh? Man. Shout praise the Lord in the church at 2 o'clock in the morning. Hmm? 2 o'clock in the morning, laying awake at night, going, I don't know what I'm going to do. Grumble, 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 grumble. Hmm. Hmm. God says he will give our mouths the good and the correct things to say. And if we say things contrary to what he gives us to say, then we're just grumbling in our tents. You know, I want to do something right now, right now. I'm going to leave. Once in a while, we just need to repent. Huh? Sometimes we just need to say, Lord, that was stupid. I was grumbling in my tent. And I need you to erase that and forgive me. Let's do that, okay? Lord God, right now, I think of all the things that I said. Oh, my Lord God, grumbling in my tent. And you pass by. I'm saying, where's God? And there you were. And all you did was hear me grumble in my tent. Lord, I repent of that. I'm going to begin looking for the right things to say so I can design the life I want in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I plead the blood over those words that I said. Amen? Amen, amen. Okay, I'm going to come in for a landing here. The priesthood picture in the Old Testament, they would come in through the gate of the tabernacle, of the mobile tabernacle, which was a picture of Jesus. And the lamb would be slain, which is a picture of Jesus. And then they would wash their hands in, in the laver of water, laver of water, before they went into the tabernacle. And washing in the water of the word, so that daily washing in the water meant daily washing in the water of the word, you see. Don't, have you ever read the word and you find a little bit of mud on you? You, you all know what I'm talking about? You know, usually we're reading it and it's like, oh, you know, found me a dirty spot right there, you know? <laughs> so we're supposed to wash in the word every day and, and that keeps all the world's mud off of us. And from that point, the priest was then allowed to go into the tabernacle where there was the lampstand, which represented revelation knowledge. Now watch. Washing in the water of the word gives us revelation knowledge. And then when the priest went in, he had to take this, this huge curtain and tuck it around behind him because there was no outside light allowed where he was at. 
It could only be lit by the lampstand, which was revelation knowledge. Are you hearing me? This is the only thing. This, this should be a light, a lamp, and yeah, this is a lamp under my feet. This is a light to my path. This is the thing that directs me, you see? God wants our lives and our mouths entirely directed by revelation knowledge in us. Now watch, we're going we're to close right here. Stand with me if you would. This is the first message in gratitude, living the life of thanksgiving. I'm going to read a couple of the benefits that our mind, our will, and our emotion needs to pay attention to. And David said, here, mind, will, and emotion, I want you to start thanking God for this thing. And we're going to thank God for this thing. So bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Number one, he pardons all of our iniquities. Somebody thank God for that this morning. And because all of our iniquities are forgiven, he heals all of our diseases. Somebody, somebody remember to be thankful. Watch this. Who redeems your life from the pit. Oh, glory to God. We don't... We don't live in the pit anymore. Amen? Amen. And he crowns us with loving kindness and with compassion. That's God's will for us. Come on. Hallelujah. Then he gives me words to speak out of my mouth that designs my tomorrow. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this church. I thank you for your word. And Lord, I thank you that according to your word, we can charge our mind, our will, and our emotions to live the life of thanksgiving, just remembering the benefits of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.